Welcome to All Caring Conversations. Your health and wellness matters. I'm your host, Tracy Dawn Brewer. Happy holidays and season's greetings. I'm excited to bring to you these helpful hints from one of our amazing dietitians, Colleen Barrickman. We just dive right into discussing some great ideas to stay healthy during all of the upcoming festivities. Listen in. Welcome back to a new episode of All Caring Conversations. I am so excited to have one of our dietitians back. Colleen Barrickman, you have been on our program before. So welcome back. Thank you for joining us today. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Sure. We are heading into some of the most indulgent times of the year with the holidays coming up. And many of us, we want to try to stay healthy, um, but celebrate with food and festivities. So from a dietitian's perspective, what can you share to help us do that? What does staying healthy around the holidays look like? Yeah, yeah. And this, like you said, this is a, a, you know, a hot topic this time of year, common question, um, common topic that I'm talking about frequently right now. So um, first, I think it's important to pose that question back to you or whoever um, is maybe listening to this podcast. So what could getting through the holidays look like for you? excuse me, I should say, what could getting through the holidays healthy look like for you? Um, Maybe it's not gaining those extra holiday pounds. Um, Maybe it's not feeling sick and tired because you ate or drank too much. Um, Or maybe it's having set aside time for yourself, um, you know, to get your stress levels in check. Um, Another question I ask is, how important is your health to you? So, It may feel like a heavy question to ask, but I encourage anyone, you know, anyone that I'm working with, anyone that is listening to this podcast to take some time to mull that question over. So often our health is so extremely important to us, but how we carry ourselves day to day is contradictory to that. So think about how you can show up for yourself moving into the holiday season. You're right. That's a really personal, you know, I guess, goal for the holiday doesn't have to be the same across the board or for everyone. So that's really important. We want to personalize what that really does look like for each individual. Right. But so, okay. So what do you do when you really want to enjoy the things that you really want to enjoy? Everybody else is doing that. You know, how do you, how do you manage all that? How do you, you know, zero into, I still want to indulge a little bit. How do you handle that? Yeah. I mean, that's part of the holidays. Um, so I say, do just that, you know, enjoy your most beloved holiday treats. That means picking a few things and then, you know, setting the mindset to avoid indulging in your not so favorite things. Um, so, you know, the, the treats that are in the office, probably from this week here on out, they're probably not our favorite things. So we can, you know, skip on that. Um, think about the things that you can pass on. Um, and then, you know, that those couple items that you really love, um, indulge in them. And, and another method too is, um, I don't know if you're familiar with the tablespoon method. So what this means is, you know, maybe you want to give something a try, try a tablespoon of it. Um, that way you're getting, you know, to, to try the, the, the dish without overindulging. 
I love that idea. I have not heard of that. Yeah. yeah, it's it's so hard not to go overboard. But I think if you go into it saying, okay, I'm not going to deny myself 100%, I will have like one or a little bit. It right. at least, you know, feels like you're still being include, you know, including those dishes or, you know, serve servings of something. So that's Absolutely. a good way Got it. So what other tips do you have um, for healthy eating around this time of year? Because there's a lot of holidays coming up. <laughs> there are. <laughs> um so there's a lot of tips that I could share, um, but I, I'm just going to talk about a few important ones. Um, you know, so of course there's holiday parties this time of year. So bringing your own healthy dish when invited to those parties is a great idea. Um, Cause that way, you know, there's going to be at least one healthy balanced option for you to yes. choose. Um, another thing to keep in mind is please do not, skip your meals to quote unquote, save up for, um, a meal. Oh, guilty. <laughs> <laughs> yes, this is, you know, try to avoid doing this. Um, the reason being is because it's a detriment to your blood sugar. Um, and what that means is you'll probably over, you'll end up overindulging later in the day, you know, slash overeating. Yeah. Um, Another important tip is to please slow down. And this is not just around the holidays. This is all the time. So it really, truly does take 20 minutes for your stomach to signal to your brain that you are indeed full. So, you know, have a balanced plate, take 20 minutes. Um, If you truly are hungry after that, you know, go back for the vegetables or the protein. um, And then last, you would want to fill up on that starch. Um, Another important tip is to limit your alcohol consumption. I know this goes without saying, but, um, those calories can add up quickly, especially depending on some of those maybe fun holiday drinks. Um, not only do the calories add up quickly, but you'll probably be, um, you know, less likely to make those healthy choices, um, you know, throughout your day. So last, I want to mention just to have a flexible mindset. And what I mean by this is many people have an all or nothing mindset. Mm -hmm. Um, So either I'm dieting or I'm not dieting. And this way of thinking can lead to negative self-talk or being hard on ourselves for small indulgences, overeating, or even weight gain. Um, So some people can eat less healthy foods in moderation and be just fine or have, you know, their cheat days where they allow themselves to eat whatever they want for a day and stay on track for the rest of the week. Others may have to avoid what we call trigger foods completely, or they'll tend to spiral to unhealthy eating patterns for the rest of the week. And then, you know, just forego their, their healthy eating um, altogether. Yeah. They'll be like, Oh, I just killed this. I'm going to wait to the new year's resolution and I'm just going to do what I want to the end of the year. Don't do that. (laughs) Right. Right. Please try to avoid that. Not not speaking from any kind of, you know, history of mine. (laughs) Today's episode is brought to you by our show, specifically our show notes. So be sure to follow us on your favorite podcast platform and check out the links to resources discussed on the episodes. We'd love your feedback and review. So if you can take a second to share that, we would appreciate it. So I know you have a very well-rounded view of being healthy. So let's talk a little bit about some things to keep in mind that's really not food-related to stay on track and stay healthy. Yeah. So it, it it's 
Um, obviously diet is something that we really need to focus on, but that's not the only thing that keeps us healthy. Um, and the first thing, you know, that I talk about a lot is sleep. People tend not to Mm. understand the importance of sleep. Um, and it can take a backseat during the holidays, you know, um, an attempt to pack in all that holiday fun. Um, but it's important to remember that lack of sleep can lead to difficulty managing your blood sugar, you know, thus craving more high fat or high sugar foods, um, high cortisol levels, which in turn lead to more fat storage, um, and then adverse effects on inflammatory markers. So a couple things to keep in mind, we call them, you know, your sleep hygiene. Um, Sleep hygiene tips would be, of course, having a consistent bedtime, trying to avoid caffeine, especially after, you know, a certain time of day, Um, nicotine and alcohol. So avoiding all three of those, nicotine, um, caffeine and alcohol, at least four to six hours before your bedtime. Um, And then a sleep ritual before bed can help. So, you know, something that I've done myself is having a, a cup of chamomile tea before bed. Um, you can do relaxing stretches. So yoga for a couple minutes, some deep breathing, all of that can help to, um, you know, fall you or help you into a deeper sleep. Um, you know, just to relax your mind. Mm-hmm. A- another thing, you know, the, <laughs> of course I've talked about is being physically active. So, yeah. um, it'll help to combat your stress. It'll help you to get a more restful night's sleep. Um, And of course, it'll help with that weight management. So setting a goal moving into the holidays, ideally a SMART goal, if you're familiar. So, you know, specific, measurable, attainable, realistic, time bound. So this could look like, okay, I'm going to work out for 30 minutes, um, four times a week, and and I'm going to walk, you know, for, for, you know, 30 minutes. Um, So... Other things that can help you to keep up with your physical activity during this time would be scheduling exercise like you would an appointment or a meeting. Um, Yeah. You know, having that accountability to yourself. Like, yes, this is, I of course wouldn't cancel on an appointment with or a meeting with my boss. I'm not going to cancel on myself. Um, Finding an accountability partner can be so, so helpful. joining a challenge, you know, if your workplace has a challenge or your accountability partner and you want to want to start one. Um, Signing up for a race is a fun idea, too. There's lots of those, uh, you know, this time of year, like a turkey trot. Yep. Um, And then just, you know, little reminders or little things that you can do. So I'm sure you've heard of parking farther away during your holiday shopping. Going for a short walk after dinner is very helpful for your blood sugar levels, even for two minutes. You know, so ideally we want it longer than that, but even a two minute walk can help to um, bring down those blood sugar levels after dinner. Um, Yeah, so that's just a couple things, um, a couple reminders to keep that physical activity at the forefront of our brain too. Yeah, those are great suggestions. And we're very fortunate in the area, we have a great mall. So if you want to shop, go to the mall, do mall walking for a half an hour and then go shopping because it's a great idea to kind of, you know, tackle a couple of um, things that you need to do in one swoop. So (laughs) yeah. So let's talk about um, 
people love to cook. I love to cook during the holidays. So I'm mm-hmm. sure there's some things that we can do in our recipes to help modify them to make a little bit more healthier. Do you have some good ideas for us? Yeah. Uh, yeah, absolutely. Um, one main one would be, you know, using plain Greek yogurt. Whenever you would use, whenever your recipe calls for sour cream, mayonnaise, um, or even regular cream cheese. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like that, that can help one. to cut down on, you know, um, saturated fat. And of course, replacing that with, you know, a good protein source too. Um, another idea would be using low fat evaporated milk, um, unsweetened almond milk or coconut milk in place of cream and recipes. Oh, that's a good um, one. Yeah. Yeah. And while we're talking, I actually do have, um, uh, a brief handout on these suggestions too. So perfect. We'll put those in the too. show notes. I'll make okay. that available to everyone. I love that. I love little shortcuts to throw into my cookbook. Those are good suggestions. Perfect. Anything else? Um, a couple more. So often the sugar in a recipe can be reduced by a third or oh. you can even cut it in half. And there's actual, like actually just minimal effects on that final product of whatever you're making. That is so interesting because I'm always thinking about baking being so scientific or cooking is so scientific. So you can reduce it by that much and you really won't have a big effect. That's interesting. We'll try that. Yes. Yes, absolutely. Um, applesauce is another thing too, um, that can help, you know, as a replacement with that. I didn't include that one, but, um, so making gravy with low sodium turkey broth instead of turkey fat. And, And then, you know, bulking that up with those savory vegetables um, and mushrooms too. Oh, love those. Those are great suggestions. I'm, I'm excited to have that handout too. So I'm glad you yeah. have that available. <laughs> so are there any other tips that you can think of to help us stay the healthiest that we can around the holidays? Well, um, <laughs> I have to make sure that I talk about um, food safety. It's not oh, something yes. that we talk about often, but really this time of year can lead to, you know, being healthy means avoiding foodborne illness. Um, so I recommend using a meat thermometer just to check that your food, um, you know, is completely done cooking. It's done. It's, um, out of that danger zone. Um, so that the avoiding the danger zone between 40 degrees and 140 degrees, um, because bacteria can grow rapidly. So after your food is cooked, keep hot food and cold food cold, you know, keep hot food hot, cold food cold, um, and then refrigerate or or freeze it um, within two hours. Um, Of course, please don't eat raw dough or batter. Unless that packaging says you can. <laughs> Even though you're like me and survived it all your childhood. Don't do that anymore. <laughs> yeah. It's a chance that, you know, it's not, uh, worth, it. it's um, not worth it. Um, so thaw your turkey in the refrigerator um, or in a sink of cold water and make, make sure that you're changing that water every 30 minutes. Um, and then avoid thawing foods on the counter, please. Because, you know, although we may have gotten far or you know, this long without getting sick, it's just Mm -hmm. not a smart way to do it. Mm -hmm. And a very important one, please don't cross-contaminate. So, you know, whether you have separate cooking boards, um, for, for, you know, your, your meats and then your fruits and vegetables, your starches, um, or, you know, you're putting it in the dishwasher in between both of those things. 
Um, and then washing, washing your hands frequently too. So all very important um, to avoid that foodborne illness. Yeah, those are all really important. My mother um, worked over 20 years in a commercial kitchen. And so whenever she made, you know, huge amounts of food and to like, everyone loves leftovers. And so, you know, you only reheat what you want to eat. You don't reheat all of it and then put it back, reheat all of it, put it back. She's like one time. So that was always something that she, especially during the holidays, because, you know, you have all of these things and you want to use it again. But that was always something very important. She always drilled in our heads. Don't do that. (laughs) Yes. Yes. And in like three to five days for leftovers too, you know, we don't want to do any more than that. So that's smart. Yeah. Unless you freeze it. Then you could freeze Correct. it and it'll last longer. So you always have those great tips. And I, I know that you've shared different ways to use leftovers for recipes and, and things. So this has been really helpful. I'm really excited about approaching the holidays a little healthier this year and doing things uh, with a family that keeps them safe. And um, so I appreciate your time and all the knowledge that you share. And thank you for having a handout ready for us. So I'll have that in the show notes. And um, yeah, thanks for joining me today. This was a quick and easy one, but really great reminders. And I learned some new tips. I didn't know some of these things, especially with the sugar. (laughs) Yeah. Well, hopefully everyone else does too. So thank you for having me. Yeah. Thanks, Colleen. Have a wonderful holiday with your family. (laughs) Take care. You too.